Hello, Michelle Laurie here. It's no secret that Australia's property market is out of control these days, but I, for one, can't seem to stop following along. I've become a bit obsessed with it, to be honest. What's up, what's down, and who on earth is paying those prices for those houses? So I want to personally recommend a podcast for you. It's called Real Property. It'll keep you across the latest information on the Australian property market in a clear and easy-to-digest way. Real Property, building a community of more informed property buyers. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The producers of this podcast recognise the traditional owners of the land on which it's recorded. They pay respect to the Aboriginal elders past, present and those emerging. You know, like I heard someone saying, busy's the new rich. Like, we can't call ourselves rich and important, so we just call ourselves busy now. And that, and that's the new brag, you know? We're being wankers, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> Constance Hall is often described as a controversial mummy blogger, which is as lazy as it is condescending and inadequate. Constance is a best-selling, self-published author. She's a successful businesswoman and entrepreneur, She's a mother of seven who somehow remains a sex goddess and she has 1.3 million Facebook followers. I'm Michelle Laurie and this is Calm Your Farm. Tips for taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus. If there's anything controversial about Constance, it might be that she's completely honest all the time. So honestly, how does she calm her farm? Do you know what? Corona's been awesome for me, which is how it sounds horrible because I, I travelled so much. And um, and what would happen when I travelled? We sort of did it for productivity because all my company's in Melbourne. So we would have all the meetings and all that stuff face-to-face and get heaps more done. But um, what my business partner, who's much, you know, he's obviously the brains, I'm just the creation. I create the stuff and he figures out how we're going to do it all. And um, he would bring me over to Melbourne because he wanted that productivity. But then he's even realised that I'm so much more productive now without the travelling. And it's funny, I've realised, I've had a realisation that I think I always equated having to travel for work as success. Because don't forget, I'm just a hairdresser, not just hairdressers rock, but I've been a hairdresser for, you know, 15 years. So for me to have to fly somewhere, because I live three hours from the airport, so it's three-hour drive, three and a half hours, then it's a four-hour flight, and then it's an hour to my meeting, and then I'd come back or I'd stay the night in Melbourne. And, yeah, I'd brag to everyone, like, oh, I've got to go to Sydney, do a podcast, got to go to Melbourne for this. And I just feel like I really valued myself on it. So I've realised that 
I am just as valuable here and traveling doesn't really equate to success you know like the really successful people wouldn't be this fucking busy so um then and then the productivity has just been so much better because I would be popping valiums to go to sleep because it's at a weird hour you know I'd be like drinking a lot I mean I painkillers whatever just because I was so fucked up from the logistics of getting the kids looked after the lack of sleep and then the sleeping at a random hour and then the driving and then fighting with Jens and so like that would take me three days to regulate myself after the trip and now it's like every day I get up and I do my work and I do my work for the first half of the day with Melbourne and then you know it's I've got a system and I'm not a routine girl but I'm loving it you know I'm loving being here so that's sort of what I'm just building the business up now because I'm becoming really money orientated I've never been money orientated before at all and I've just gone you know what, I have this opportunity now to earn money and I can do whatever I want with it. And we are not greedy people, me and my husband. We do not want jets and boats and, you know, anything like that. We want to build enough money so that we can donate as much as we can. And I also have a dream that I really want to, I've always had the dream, build a huge block, buy a huge block of land and have like a commune on it and have my home on it. And then all of my friends that can't afford holiday houses can actually build tiny houses on my property and if they want to live there when they're older like some of my single friends they're like quintessentially single they will never hook up with anyone I just know and so they can all come and live with me and I'd like to do that I'd like to do some women's refuge stuff I just need resources and I need money to get there so yeah right now I'm focusing and I get I'm working my passion you know because you meditate I fucking hate meditating <laughs> Because I really struggle. Like, Denim will sit out in our meditation-y, corner thing, and for hours. And I'm just like, he's like, I'm just asking you to sit still for 10 minutes. And I'm like, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> but, it, like, I do like the idea of mindfulness because I think I, I get, like, when I go for a walk in the park, yeah, I get, like, that feeling that most people talk about after meditating. I sort of feel like that one I've, after I've gone for a walk in the forest and stuff. I had a spiritual boyfriend when I was young and his um, mum was a spiritual healer and she just like hated me and was always like making out like I was really spiritually inept and they were all too good for me and they were really rich and they had this like spiritual room with all these books and I was reading every single one of them trying to be enlightened because I was just like wanting to be spiritual like that. I know it was awful but um, and then she took me to get for an Easter present she took me to get aura photos taken and um, his was like all red and ugly and mine was like every colour under the sun and the guy who took it, he, he the girl who took it she was like I better get Frank Frank and her husband comes down Frank's like jeez jeez I've never seen an aura like this before you bloody spiritual woman aren't you and I was just like and the mum got really angry and in the car on the way home the mum goes I've just got to get something out the reason that I won't say his name um, aura is so bad is because you've actually sucked all of his enlightenment out of him and now you're carrying that aura that was originally his and I was just like I was 17 and even I know that's a crock of shit. I have a good fucking aura and you can't stand it. But so I spent two years with him trying to become really spiritual. Didn't get anywhere. Went to Melbourne, moved in with like the gays, the hairdressing scene, partied, rooted men, laughed for days with my best friend and came back to Perth to see the family and to see old friends and including the ex-boyfriend. And I really felt like I had developed spiritually without even knowing yeah, and I was happy and I was comfortable with who I was and I felt intuitive and it was amazing that, yeah, I had to stop trying, really. Nothing good's going to come out of that. Some of us are, I'm, 
you know, quite stubborn with my breaking point. So the universe does tend to throw some good ones at me until I find like that's why I had the twins because I just kept losing my baby weight and being the same woman. You know, I wasn't changing and surrendering to motherhood. So you just threw twins at me. Me and my husband separated and I was there with four kids under five and I was like, fine, I give up. And then I slowly had to rebuild. For more tips on taking care of you from the unlikeliest of gurus, including recipes for relaxing body products you can make at home, things to read and watch instead of scrolling through your phone, cheap, cheerful and calming gift ideas, go to calmyourfarm.com.au. We'd love to hear your ideas too. This has been another Smartfella production in conjunction with the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.